how we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What's going on? Well, as they say on the street, it's been a minute, but I'm back. Did you miss me? Yeah, I had to take care of some real serious personal business. Um, You may be aware, I think I mentioned on my last podcast, that my father was either about to pass away or that he did pass away. But whatever that message was, the updated message is that my Dearly beloved father, that was he was a complicated man, but he was my father, and 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 he also had lots of good qualities. But he has passed away, and that took me away from the podcast for a minute, and so I'm back with I believe what I believe in, with another interesting topic. And uh, I saw something on Facebook the other day, and um, uh, some 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 individual was talking about what you know what real men do, and so that you know struck a nerve with me because you know from what I understand about human behavior as a, as a therapist and having researched um, the topic of you know how what makes us tick as human beings, you know. And and I stress the idea regarding um, emotional intelligence and how important it is to be aware of your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, and so on and so forth. So at any rate, I wanted to, to address that topic, though. You know, the topic of a real man. And so I came up with the idea, with the question, as to what is a real man? And that, that is the topic for today. Like I said, what is a real man? Now, a man is a human being, right? Right. I think we would uh, say okay to that, right? However, when you hear the term a real man, it almost seems to imply or sound to me that a man is somewhat extraterrestrial or or something, you know, to that effect. Or simply that there is something, you know, something more than a man 
you know, about being a man. Like, in other words, you know, there's a man and then there's a real man. And then, you know, there's also a good man. But right now we're talking about a so-called real man. And so when you think about this, you know, as I just said, there is a man and then and then there is a real man. And so that begs the question, what is a real man? Okay, what is a real man? Does he cry? Does he communicate his thoughts and feelings to his mate or or friends or family? Does a real man admit when he is wrong? For a real man, does his woman have to shrink into submission so he can feel secure, so that he can be big while his woman is small as she, you know, plummets into submission to serve his every need? Or, you know, hopefully this is not the case, but, you know, then there's the man that beats on his woman. And in many cases in his mind and in the mind of others, excuse me, you know, that's a real man because he has his woman under control. And so with all that said, please tell me what is a real man? You see, because these are some of the many components of which, you know, lots of people, you know, consider what qualifies a man to be a real man. You know, a real man doesn't cry. A real man is tough. A real man doesn't show emotions. I mean, for real. So, you know, um, like I said, a man don't cry, you know, because that would be considered soft. You know, men are not supposed to cry. I mean, who made that up? Okay, like who came up with that idea? Men are not supposed to cry. Or don't express your feelings or thoughts because men are not supposed to show any emotion. Men, real men, if you will, are, are to only show strength by not displaying, you know, what the real strengths of not only a man but of any human being who just so happens to be a man. Like, a man, you know, being strong, not crying, not showing any emotion. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure how that adds up to a real man. But as a sidebar, you know, I, I read uh, a while back that Joseph Kennedy Sr., you know, the father of former President John F. Kennedy, you know, he did not allow his children to cry during, you know, any family tragic events. Um, I mean, his children, he had, a I don't know how many children he had, but he had lots of children, you know, boys and girls who at this time, they're men and women. But his focus was on the men of the family because, you know, he he was about trying to get his sons into positions of power by running, you know, for the office of president and so on and so forth. But I'll, I'll get into that down the line. So anyway, uh, the story goes that Joseph Kennedy Jr., who was in the process, he was about to um, end his 
time in in the military, but then his quest, his desire to want to be a war hero, because as I said, their father kind of groomed Joseph Kennedy Sr., groomed his sons to be, you know, to to lead the United States, to run for the office of the president of the United States. And so Joseph Kennedy Jr., the oldest son, um, understanding that he was about to depart from his military service. However, he had not yet really attained any kind of like, you know, heroic status. He was not a war hero. And so as the story goes, he was in the process he was about to leave, but then, you know, some special assignments came up. And his assignment involved carrying out a very dangerous war mission to drop bombs on Germany, I believe, during World War II. And so in his endeavor to pursue becoming a war hero so that he could be, you know, considered popular with the people, and make a good run for the presidency of the United States as his father, Joseph Kennedy Sr., so desired. However, a funny thing happened on the way to Germany, on the way to Germany uh, regarding Joseph Kennedy Jr., because, see, he was carrying some large bombs on a plane that had no passengers. The plane was filled with explosives that he was supposed to drop over certain areas of Germany. However, during his mission or trip to, you know, the targeted site, his plane exploded and he died. And he never completed the mission, nor did he become, you know, a war hero. And so after learning the news of the tragic death of his son, Joseph Kennedy Sr., he did not allow any of his children to cry or show any emotion related to the sudden and tragic death of their sibling. So now, how crazy is that? Crying, which is the most used and probably one of the most effective human functions to deal with death or tragedy or sadness. This family of men and some women were, were ordered or directed by their father, Joseph Kennedy senior, not to cry in the face of the tragic sudden death of their oldest brother. Now, I mean, there are some things that just make you say, hmm. And by golly, I would have to say that's one of those things that make you say, hmm. And so getting on, you know, getting back on topic. For centuries, you know, the man has been mystified as this above normal human being, whereby he as the man is uplifted in a way that I have found to be so far from the truth that, that I mean, that's part of what prompted me to, to talk about this, to talk about this truth as to what is a real man. Now, please don't get me wrong. I, too, am a man, of course. You can tell I'm Dr. Rob. And so this is no uh, bashing of men or, or anything 
of the like. What this is is really like taking a real look at the idea of what is a real man? Because a real man is a human, okay? However, society, you know, has, I, I guess I guess just because that's the way the world is, male cultures dominate the world, okay? All of the customs or, or what can I say, the cultures, cultures, customs are all male-dominated. That's a fact, okay? And so... So, but in America, we have this thing where we talk about, you know, uh, he's not a real man. A real man would do that. A real man would do this. A real man would handle his business. And so, as I said, this begs the question for me, what is a real man? And so, you know, everything we discussed so far, you know, like what I mentioned in the beginning about a man crying, does a man express his emotions and and thoughts and so on and so forth? You know, those those traits or, or real man characteristics does not allow a man to be a real man if a man is not a real man. And so, you know, I, I'm going to get back to that in the get back to that in a few but I, I wanted to switch gears and look at the the counterpart of the man which are the women and so I just wanted to point out I mean do you ever hear of a, a woman being called a real woman I mean there is such a, a thing as a good woman just like the term a good man but the term a real woman, I mean, I've hardly ever heard somebody say, yeah, that's she's a, she's a real woman, you know. So this real man kind of gives you, I think, just a, a kind of upper echelon status of a man, a real man, okay. And so I wonder why, you know, we never hear, you know, have heard that term or that, you know, anybody use that phrase, oh, she's a real Woman, And so it seems that a woman can either be a good woman, which simply means she holds up or and she holds down her man beyond the reach of even what the man can do for himself in so many cases. And that would be what we call a good woman. I mean, however... The standard is a little different for men because, you know, as I said earlier, there is such a thing as a good man, you know, which, you know, he's honest, he's considered a provider, a protector, and perhaps even a good father. And then there is the man of man, which is a real man. And so, again, I ask what is a real man already? And so I'm finally going to answer that question on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, 
Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right. And so, before we step aside for the break, I raised that question Again, what is a real man? And so now I'm going to dive into the different, I guess, perspectives of what a real man is. And so I'll start off by first society's standards. You know, a real man is what, you know, for the record, let me just say, I think there are two definitions of what a real man is. There's a street or colloquial version of what a real man is. And then there is the theoretical version, you know, the the book version, if you will, of what a real man is. Now, I just found this out as I did some research on this topic before, you know, jumping on this podcast. And so, In theory, the book definition of a real man is a real man's power resides in his innate values, his sense of balance, intellect, his ability to hold his own in any situation, and his mature handling of relationships. A real man treats a woman as an equal and a partner rather than as an object. I have to admit Now, I've never heard of a real man being described this way, even though this would be my definition of what a real man is. And I have to admit, it sounds pretty much like the type of man and person that I am. But that's the theoretical definition and description of a real man. Okay. Um. But this is not the type of real man that this podcast is about because the type of real man that I'm talking about here is the real man that I hear all the time on television and movies or, you know, and communications with friends and family and so on and so forth. And so, as I said, this is not. You know, the theoretical real man, that's not that's not him. That's not who we're talking about. The real man I'm talking about and, and having such a hard time trying to understand how this type of man can be described and or considered to be a real man. 
That's that's what I'm talking about. That description of what I've been told, what I've heard, and what I have seen, a real man can be described as follows. You know, with some variations one way or another, which, you know, I had described earlier in the beginning of this podcast. And so a real man, as I know it, as I understand it to be, and I am miffed by how this is the standard of what a real man is, you know, supposed to be. And, and so let me just, you know, jump into it. You know, a real man does not cry. You know, that would be considered unmanly in the highest degree. A real man does not communicate his thoughts or feelings or emotions because he is a man and he is not supposed to show emotions. And a real man does not communicate about his thoughts or his feelings because he does not have to because he is the man. And his woman... And and his woman, as I said, and his... um, Male peers have no expectations for him to do either of these natural human behaviors in regard, you know, to a man expressing his thoughts and feelings. And so I continue, a real man does not have to admit when he is wrong because he does not have to answer to anyone in the household because his submissive woman is certainly not going to demand or expect for her dominant male real man mate to succumb to admitting that he was wrong. Like what? Now, this is this is one of my favorite. Not that I like it, but that but it that it's so contrary to a man being a real man, it makes me cringe when when a man has an expectation in many cases to demand that that his woman be submissive to him. So he the man, all right, the real man wants a submissive I'm not saying all real men wants want a submissive woman, but this fits a description of what I'm talking about about in regard to the real man. A real man, you know, would want his woman to be submissive to him so he, the man, can be bigger in the relationship and feel secure. Now, what about that? I mean, God damn. If you ask me. This screams of a man not being a real man when when his woman has to shrink into submission so he, the man, can rise into the so-called dominant role. Think about that. A real man becomes even more of a man when his woman disappears in the relationship by reducing herself to submission, to being a servant pretty much, to please some man that is probably not very difficult. You feel me? Now, I I, I know this might sound harsh, and it does. 
See, but sometimes when you talk about the truth, when you talk about reality, it sounds harsh because we don't hear it that much. Because, see, I'm a man. But what I'm really talking about is it makes no sense for a person to be considered a real man because he does not cry. Crying is one of the one of the best sources of healing for any man, any woman, any little boy, any little girl, any human being crying. You ever had a, a good cry before? Oh my God. After you have a good cry, it usually ends in a good laugh. I mean that 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 that's what happens. You 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 cry so much, and you look at yourself as a man or whatever, and you're like, "Oh damn!" Like, "Ooh, what happened to me?" And so that's good stuff because after you cry, you can laugh. And so, please don't talk about a man. A real man should not cry. Crying is one of the best sources of healing for, you know, sadness, uh, anger, unhappiness, disappointment. Damn it. Give in a good cry. So, so let me just keep going. So for a man to be a real man, a woman must reduce herself to childlike tendencies to not question anything a man says or what he does because she is submissive and an effort to what I say to make an unhappy man happy. And I say this because only a half a man would want his woman to be a half of a woman by being submissive. I mean, think about that. Your mate, your partner, your grown Woman, your wife has to diminish herself into submission. With her with her master's degree, she has to take her master's degree in, in business administration into submission with her. Well, you know, where she's a director of operations at a ma- major organization and at home, she has to diminish herself to her half-man who only feels good and big enough if his woman, if submissive, Stop it. Stop it. Please tell me how this adds up to a real man. And yet, there is still more. There is another crazy component of being a real man. Now, here I am. I'm not talking about, you know, for this next component, I'm not talking about a so-called abusive man per se, even though I should be, but that's not what I'm doing. With this next one, I'm talking about that man who has signaled in a subliminal way to his submissive woman that he may one day resort to some type of physical assertiveness by displaying that type of aggressive behavior, which, you know, just so happens to further keep his already, you know, submissive wife in check. And so with that said, Please tell me how all of this adds up to what we consider and proudly proclaim to be a real man. So if I could say, as the podcaster and the host of this podcast, 
and using logic and most of all, good common sense. A person considered to be a real man could not possibly be real at anything by never showing any real emotion, by not shedding any tears, by not expressing one's thoughts and feelings to resolve issues in conflict just for, you know, just, I mean, just, just in the process of having mere communication with your significant other. Not to mention that one's mate has to reduce herself to a mere bag of shells and join the ranks with the children because she should dare not demonstrate any type of idea or ideas that may call into question the foolish decision-making of a real man. And to that, I say to, to, to my w- woman, I'm just talking about me right now. I have said, and I will always say to my woman, if your idea is better than my idea, then we are going with the best idea so that we can get to where we're going or accomplish what we are trying to achieve. You feel me? I mean, all of the things that are natural and beneficial for all human beings being both men and women to exist as individuals are suppressed for the mere purpose of showing some type of toughness that seems to me to be totally unnecessary because of all of the things that it takes to be an emotionally healthy person. All of the the good things about being emotionally healthy are not allowed when it comes to being a real man. Instead, you would be considered soft, not a real man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, my friend, is a prescription for early death, depression, a stroke. Because, one, you would have so much stuff pinned up inside because you never really allowed your feelings to exist by crying or expressing oneself and or total, just being totally unhappy, you know, as, as men, because after a while a real man could not be happy living under, you know, that false bravado to promote his false sense of self as a real man. Are you hearing me? And then the pressure of carrying the full weight of the marriage may eventually crush him since his woman is not allowed to think and or fully participate in the relationship because in her submissive role, what could she say or think to do? Because the real man is handling everything. Like what? Like whoa. So, in closing, I'm just going to, you know, share some pointers with you, and I hope that you're able to, you know, embrace some of my suggestions. And I will discuss that on the other side of the break. (laughs) 
Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. All right, welcome back. So in closing, as I said before I stepped aside to let the promo in, I just wanted to share some advice or suggestions, you know, that, you know, have to do with, you know, understanding what it takes to be a real man, you know. To be a real man, you know, is to be a human. You must, you know, you must cry to release those deep emotions that compel you to cry. That is a natural and normal human function. A real man should not, you know, be shamed. A real man should not be afraid to cry. That's what being a man is all about. Not having the fear at the most vulnerable times in your life. And crying is probably, you know... One of the highest ranking levels of vulnerability, especially as a man. So crying is a natural and and normal human function. And, you know, as a man, as a real man, you must show some humility because no man knows it all. And no man should not have to carry the full load. Just simply because he is a man. And his and his woman is educated, or even if she's not, but she has some type of life experience that could be instrumental to the overall success and happiness of the marriage. Not to mention that she may have the same or even better earning potential as her real man. Not to mention, you know, her level of intelligence. Oh my God, if I should mention that. So if you are a real man, then you have to let your woman be a real woman and let her contribute to the relationship as a partner, not as a child and, and, and not as a person who should know her place in the relationship and live her life as a very happy, I mean, I'm sorry, as a very unhappy person due to your unhappiness being a half a man who requires his woman to be invisible in their relationship. I mean, think about that, will you please? So if you want to be a real man, then just be a real man and do all the natural good nature, nature things 
that you were born to do instead of incarcerating yourself within the mystical, I mean, mythical societal standards that have, you know, these societal standards and social constructs that have been designed for you as a man. With that said, I, you know, I'm going to stop right there. And, and I just want to mention, and I'm not trying to defend my self or my topic. I just want you to know that this is not intended to be negative. This is not a male bashing. Bashing, I'm just feeling passion for the topic because this idea of what a real man is is so prevalent. It's all over the place. And it is totally, totally, unequivocally wrong. A real man being hard, tough, not crying doesn't make you a real man. That can make you a real fool and a real unhealthy fool. So as I said, this is not male bashing. This is male truth. If you a man, you should be able to handle this if you a real man. You feel me? And I mean that. So as I was saying, if you want to be a real man, then be a, just be a real man. And do all the natural good nature things that you were born to do. Instead of incarcerating yourself in the mythical Social constructs that have been designed for you as a man. And, you know, and as I said, really, this time I'm going to stop right here. And I hope that I opened up some new perspectives and hopefully freed both men and women from this false idea, this false bravado that brings nothing but the worst or unhappiness for any real man in the end, trust me, whenever you supp- suppress your natural human, you know, feelings, emotions, and tears, or your, just your, your natural human tendencies, crying, communicating, showing your emotions, and so on, all of that continues, I mean, I'm sorry, contributes to an unhappy and incomplete person. Stop it, please, and start to live as a a man, a human, in order to be a real man. Especially, you know, you do not have to be a real man if you are already a man. Give me a break. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in, my friend. I know it's been a minute, but life was happening for me. I had to, you know, send my father off with his home going, and that is a monumental task and multiple, multiple responsibilities, not to mention my own emotions and the ups and downs of that. But hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully it helped you in the way that you couldn't, find answers or understanding before. And with that said, remember, life is always good, even when it ain't. And love is an action, not a word, and it is not supposed to hurt. Until the next time we meet, peace. 
As we wrap up this show I hope this topic Helped you to grow And now you know A little bit more Than you knew before If you have any questions About this topic Please email me At changeagentrtg At gmail.com See my website Relationshipreadiness.org To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.